That music is an invitation, an invitation to sit up and join me as we look into God's Word. This isn't your parents' Bible study or some pre-printed material from your denomination. Each episode, we tear into God's letter to humanity to see what would God have us know about Himself, about the world around us, and about ourselves. I am Brother Mitchell from the Discipleship Center, and you are listening to the TDC Podcast. Today I want to talk about peacemakers. In a world full of chaos, violence, anger, and hate, it's hard to experience any peace. It seems that after 9-11, we've seen news about war almost every night for 16, 17 years now. We've been plagued by Islamic terrorists on a continual basis for years. After our recent election, all we got is political turmoil and people hating each other and turning to violence to vent their frustration. How can we have any peace in such an unstable world? Matthew chapter 5 verse 9 Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Peace. Everyone wants it. Everyone breaks it. We make treaties for it. We pay money to broker it. We even make shady deals to try to keep it, but we never get it. Kind of reminds me of a story that happened to me a long time ago. My first father-in-law, he thought himself a gardener. He liked to uh, bring a fold-out chair into the garden and sit down, and he would do everything from a sitting position. And He loved chemicals. He'd spray this and spray that and fertilize and whatnot. Well, the neighbor lady was an organic gardener. And she saw a couple pebbles from some fertilizer that he used, and uh, she went ballistic. And uh, they're over there yelling and shouting at each other, and they call me over to get my opinion on it. And I tried to explain to her that it was fertilizer, and she wasn't hearing none of this. And I tried to explain to him, maybe you don't have to fertilize raw the way up to her privacy fence. And he wasn't listening to me, which was sad because uh, he claimed to be a Christian. And he was one of those uh, saved by fire types. If he had any fruit in his life, it would be like grapevines displaying raisins. Another time we had a guy in the shelter that was belligerent. He thought that we had stolen something from him, his social security card, as a matter of fact, which was coming in the mail and it was supposed to be mailed to us. And he started yelling and screaming at the lady that was working in the office at that time. So I had to escort him out. And as I came up behind him, he turned around and he was angry and you know, uh, don't come up behind me. And I'd take a step forward and he would back up a step. And we slowly walked him all the way out to the door like that. And I ended up giving him a nudge out the door and I closed the door and locked it as the police were coming. I didn't harbor any ill will against him. He had mental problems. But uh, the guys inside the shelter, oh, Brother Mitchell, you should have took your glasses off and you should have had your fists up ready to fight. And, And that's how it seems like with this world. Everybody wants to be ready to fight but nobody wants to be ready to be reasonable or to be a peacemaker. What is true peace? It's more than just the absence of conflicts. The absence of conflicts is a cold war, just waiting to heat up and explode again. This world cannot know peace because true peace can only be accomplished by being reconciled to God. Reconciliation to God can only happen through the saving work of Jesus on the cross. Romans chapter 10, starting in verse 8, The word is near you, in your mouth, and in your heart. That is, the word of faith that we proclaim. 
because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is where the job of the peacemaker comes in. Continuing on in Romans chapter 10, starting in verse 14, how then will they call on him whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they've never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they're sent? As it's written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. A peacemaker is one who brings the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and his kingdom to those who need to hear it. Not to those who have already accepted the good news, but to those who need to hear the good news that God has prepared a way to have peace between him and you. And that way was through the sacrifice paid for by the blood of his own son. Each and every day here at the homeless shelter, we tell guys the same things over and over in hopes that at some point the light will come on and someone will say, yes, I will turn away from my life of sin and believe in what Jesus has done for me and follow him. This is really the only reason we're open. If all we wanted to do was feed people, we'd have a drive through If all we wanted to do was house people, we would turn the place into a hostel or a flop house. As a peacemaker, I want you to know that there's more to your life than what you're experiencing right now. This life we live for a few years, maybe even a hundred years, when it's over, you'll realize it was only the tip of the iceberg. There is a timeless attorney waiting on the other side of death's door, and whether you accept the payment Jesus made on your behalf will determine if your guilt causes you to spend eternity in hell, or if your guilt was paid for and you'll spend eternity with God. If you want to know more about this salvation I talk about so often, how you can have peace with God, visit our website. Click on that button about salvation and you can read all about how you can know you can be saved today. The Discipleship Center and its subsidiaries, TDC Aquaponics and TDC Farm, are a registered 501c3 charity serving in the not-so-beautiful city of Kekakee and its surroundings. Have you or a loved one been struggling with substance abuse, chronic unemployment, need some work experience after a recent incarceration, or just failed to move on to a more productive phase of life? There is hope just around the corner with the Discipleship Center, where every life matters and we strive to fulfill the Great Commission one life at a time. Check us out on the web at www.discipleshipctr.org today.